Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Sweet podcast. I'm Bud Kennedy. It's the most delicious yes. podcast in Texas. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm Steve Wilson. <laughs> hello, Steve Wilson. And hello, our guest today. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. And our guest today, we're going to talk about we're going to start talking about slimming down for the new year, but maybe not so much. But our guest today, Katie Schmay from Local Foods Kitchen. Thank you for having me, everybody. You know, uh, Katie, Katie, you know, we want to talk to you right up front about what a great year 2020 was for takeout and curbside. I know it wasn't a great year for the restaurant business, but it was a year when restaurateurs like you and John Bunnell set up curbside delivery outside. People could come through in their SUVs, pick up dinner for their family. It wasn't expensive. It was safe. It was it was uh, and it was it was a, a good deal. And it was a, a way that you protected everybody and you protected your customers. You know, you're still doing that, I believe. But, you know, talk about what got you started doing that and how restaurants adjusted in 2020. Well, uh Back in March, at the end of March and early April, when they shut us down, it um, really hit home to everybody that worked for me. Gradually, we understood, wow, this is serious. And so I kind of like freaked out naturally. And, you know, you call everybody for help, your landlords, your, you, you uh, envision that everything's going to die and the restaurant's going to close and it'll be black. But then... Uh, being with the true nature of my family and myself and my what my parents instilled to me is I decided to just go, go, go. And with that said, I kept a crew, all my crew on with very, very low hours. Uh, the dinners created um, and a way for us to keep busy and to open and bring money in. Thanks to the government with the PPP, uh, the food, the me creating dinners for takeout on a good price kept my staff busy. Staff kept some money coming in during the times when my PPP felt, you know, was used up. Uh, and then it also was a creative outlet for all of us who started to have a lot of fun. We're still having fun. That's why I'm still doing it. Um, it's just one, it's fun watching all the cars pull around the corner and seeing. Um, how the community is still hungry and we're able to feed a few of them. And that's important you know, to us. You were talking with Katie Schmay, the owner of Local Foods Kitchen, owner and chef of Local Foods Kitchen in Tanglewood. We should give the address before we get too far off. Uh, the address is on Hartwood. Is that right, Katie? Yes, 4548 Hartwood Drive. That's H-A-R-T. And we are located in a small shopping strip adjacent to Kites Cleaners and uh, the Squire Shop and Caldwell Banker Real Estate across the street from DSW Shoe Store. Yeah, your your front your front faces the big Tom Thumb Shopping Center and Trinity yes. Commons and all that. So people say over by the big Tom Thumb is, is what they usually <laughs> say. The uh, you know in local foods, uh, people think local foods just kind of started and you came up right here, but local foods kind of has has been on a on a a, a trajectory from, you know, what from Carmel to McKinney to Lovers Lane to Napa and back to Hewlin. Is that right? No, it was. Uh, well, I grew up in a family of six. My mother entertained heavily. She, uh, so my, the foundation of myself and all my family members is food and entertainment, and, uh, hospitality, and, you know, opening up the front door and welcoming people into your restaurant and, 
watching them from that point when I was a little kid, I would watch people what they ate. Of course, my mother was an incredible cook. That was Carmel, Double Beach, California. And then we moved in 76 to Dallas. And then over the years, mom opened up a rest, uh, seafood restaurant called the, the um, oh my God, what is it called? Fish. It was down in Pearl Street in uh, Old Farmer's Market when it was all vintage buildings and nothing was torn down. And then we then she opened up a place called um, City Cafe on Lover's Lane by the Toll Road. And she was successful with that for 18 years and moved back to Napa. I worked for her for all those times. And then eventually I moved back to my hometown of Carmel, opened up a restaurant, a catering operation. And then I moved and then mom sold her restaurant in Dallas moved to Napa, so I moved up to Napa, and then I also did things in Wilmington, North Carolina, as well as then I'm back. Then I came back, and I uh, some guy kept coming into our place in the Napa restaurant. We had a, a, a takeout, just like what you see here, but a little bit more vintage, and oil, wax, tablecloths, and wine geeks coming in, and uh, dirt, dirt dr driveways, and um, right there nestled in between the Mandavi Winery and uh, Farniente, I was right next door. And uh, so I, that was incredible. And this guy kept coming in and we, I moved back to, long story short, he said he's from Arlington. So I moved back. Saying, some, some guy kept saying you ought to move back and you ought to come no, back. I, and... Hey, I like you. So I followed him. <laughs> <laughs> well. So, and, and you wound up in Kula, which Tanglewood's got a, you know, Tanglewood has a good business and, and you could. Yeah, and I didn't know Fort Worth at all. Yeah. I just uh, happened upon, I kept driving around looking for a place that I felt suitable for people who want really good, fresh, healthy foods and uh, crisp, you know, things that ha I'm not one for uh, diets. I'm one for balance, nutrition and keeping it all fresh and savory and oh there we go I what is that, that. Tell, tell us what that is that's the... that was the carrot salad okay from the center deli case from uh asian asian flavors sesame and that's something we could probably do for somebody if they see this and want it but it would be a special order i'm and basically the reason, the, the reason we show that yeah go ahead go ahead the reason i show that is it, it's an example that you know, you out you you outvoted the vegan restaurant for best vegan restaurant in town. You were you, know, you were ranked best best salads and best vegetarian and and so I mean when it comes to greenery uh, and and that's well that's the the uh, that's not all green there but you know the uh, when it comes to greenery people pick you for the best salad place. So in January you ought to be the hot spot. Let's talk a little bit specifically about food and what sells the most. What are the favorites and the cases? And then what do people like the most on the uh, curbside? The curbside changes every Sunday. I, I, had, I sit down, I create a menu for every three, for three nights a week, Wednesday through Friday. And so I, they don't have a favorite, although they all like the beef. They all like it when I do the beef tenderloin, but that kind of, I had to balance out my, my food cost. <laughs> but they're all of the menus have been received pretty well uh, we also 
the as far as the center case, that's our most popular hit in the store. Uh, they in, totally enjoy. Thank you. They have all they have all the varieties. There's one thing that's not on the menu. It's called the sample plate, where they people come in and they take up to up to four different salads on a plate or in a box to go. And then the entrees are the you know the enchiladas, the salmon, the shrimp and the shrimp cakes. There's so many. But we change everything every month as well as possible. Um, we're going to be flowing in some new things for the salads, taking out squash and green beans. I'm really burned out on all that, but uh, but we cater a lot for special orders. Like people come in and they have family coming in. For instance, somebody's picking up a tomorrow uh, for 16 people out at their ranch, and they've picked, chosen all these different foods that I'm fixing for them today. And then they'll pick, pick them up in the morning and take them out to the ranch so they don't have to cook. And everything will be fresh and it won't be just be going to the chicken fried steak cafe or something. Everything will be fresh. Right. So the, uh, yeah. now you, you are a, a takeout lunch cafe, a sandwich and salad cafe. Steve, what do you want to uh, go ahead? Oh, well, I just mentioned that when she was talking about beef, you know, you know this is Fort Worth. So we do like our beef here. <laughs> well, you, Which, yeah, you, you can't sell lamb. Pork yeah. is <laughs> But we're not uh, too sure yeah. about the lamb. It's like well, you know, I'm very. You should taste my lamb curry. Uh, I I would love I would love that. My you know, my wife actually made lamb curry for Christmas Eve. And, yeah, that so, sounds kind of California. You know, having <laughs> lamb. Next time, <laughs> next time you have lamb curry, text Valley, me. Kinda. Text I'm going to contact you. Text me and I'll come over and 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 try some of that. So that'll be good. Weather. You know, we do eat a lot of beef here, and that's why I was looking at like for New Year's Eve, which you know most people will be seeing this afterward, but. Everybody had like beef bourguignon and everything. Everybody had a beef entree, but the, I know Saint Emilion had a rack of lamb, and that was the the only that was that was like a non-beef entree. But you know, in January, you have to kind of clean up your act, don't you, or do you? We, uh, it's always just instilled in all of us to change something in the new year, and for us, it's taking down Christmas, starting new. We're not going to change anything about our service and what we have to offer, but we're going to change the foods. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, we go with the flow. And when all this came about this 10 months ago uh, for the issues with our health and all that, we started doing uh, a salad with just all citrus and turmeric and cayenne and had that as one of the most popular salad we had in that case. It was called vitamin of course, I can't remember anything because we do so many different foods. Um, vitamin C, something. And, uh, you know, things to pump up your systems. Yeah, it's really good. Out. So um, I have to say, though, that the menu, like for tonight's menu for the drive through dinners, is almond-crusted chicken. And then on the side, we're doing fresh spinach with mandarin oranges and avocado. And that's you know, pretty healthy, and it's very nice sized chicken. The, of course, we have a lemon cookie. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, uh, and we haven't talked about your baked goods. We'll we'll talk about those. In Laura, yeah, my pastry chef is incredible, and she. Uh, I don't even have to do a menu anymore because she's always bringing new things out, and it's a lot. You know, with with not knowing what's going to sell, she kind of can put it in and take it out if it's not going well. I'm trying to avoid talking about how you have like 15 cakes and. 12 cookies and praline. I'm, I'm really trying to avoid thinking about that a lot, but now I'm starting to think about those praline cookies and these 
nah, you're going to have to tell me some more about those. What, you know, like, what's you know, in the case right now? The funny thing is that when we were, when I was sitting at home trying to envision this local foods kitchen, um, I couldn't, I didn't want to do put the desserts in the back. I wanted them right out in the front. And there the funny thing is, is the little kids with their masks now come up and they're all looking at the desserts while people are paying out. Um, you don't have to get the cookies, but. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, therefore, but, but if the kid's sitting there pointing, then you have to get the cookies. You have them low in the window, low in the window, so the kids <laughs> eye it right up. At, at the checkout stand. We're all, right we're all the saying, go wipe it, go wipe the, please go wipe the case, please go wipe the case. <laughs> <laughs> you can't avoid uh, What we have in there now are numerous uh, different tarts. She loves a shortbread crust with uh, cherry pie. And we're talking a three and a half inch, three inch uh, diameter dessert. So it's perfect for individual. Uh, we have, you know, I don't really, uh, we had a red velvet cake, but I'm not sure. It's more about the the little things that sell better for us than the whole cakes right now. I don't know why that is. The Blum's cake, for instance, is always a hit as well. So you really fit in a lot of different ways. You're a, you're a tuna salad sandwich, scoop of salad, lunch cafe. You're a, a La Madeleine bakery, you know, kind of cafe. You, you know, there have been a couple of other local bakeries that closed uh, in December and you, you had to do more baking and cookies to, you know, pick up some of that business. And you kind of fit a lot of different ways. Did you, how do you describe local foods kitchen gourmet takeout or how do you describe it? Yeah, I do. I say it's a gourmet takeout. It's like having your own personal chef without having them on your payroll. You can call us up. You can get special orders, special foods, things that have nothing to do with any of the menus that you see or see on the website, if we remember to update it. Uh, <laughs> the, the fun thing for me is the creative end of this business. And um, I love the people. I love watching them eat their foods and want to taste a bite. Uh, City Cafe was geared towards that same thing where the kitchen was out in the center of the room and you could see your beautiful foods going out to the table and you could watch the people eating. And that to me is what's never changed throughout all this mess of uh, issues with the COVID for us because we are an open kitchen. We are, we are safe. We ask that people, you know, do their thing in the front before walking into our home. And um, we do have the table set up perfectly for safety. This We don't have gas heaters outside. So people, well, yesterday I had a couple in there. The patio dining has been really good. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I, I, I was really impressed when I saw the, the shaded mm -hmm. patio and the, the uh, and the way you had it set up. And on, the, you know, on, on these spring days when that, you know, sun is coming. I mean, although if it's a cool day that even, uh, you know, with the sun coming out of the south or southwest, it's warm on that patio. And yes. I think I think that the, uh, you know, I think that the way you've got the patio set up is really conducive to a beautiful breakfast or a, a really nice lunch cafe. Yeah, we used to be open longer hours. Uh, we used to have dinner reservations on open table, et cetera. And then all with all this said, we just buckled down and, and, and kept the hours that were the most popular uh, for our sales and changed the having dinners to go instead of inside the restaurant. Yeah, we should and, be specific. You do the inside dining is 
lunch daily and Saturday breakfast? Yeah, we open at 11, unlike 7.30 like we used to. Yeah. We're open for breakfast Saturday morning at 9. Yeah. Eventually, after, I'm going to say probably end of February, early March, we will open up and uh, earlier for breakfast uh, on Saturday. And I'm changing the whole menu for that, adding a bunch of new things, which is fun for us because we get bored. And um, what I was going to tell you is yesterday I had an older couple in their 80s who had ordered online. They wanted to know what desserts we had. And I took it out to them. I realized they're eating in their car and they had a plastic fork. So I went back in, got a plate, got forks, got knives. <laughs> and they sat outside. He even had a little clothing for his nice sweater. Yeah. And then took a meal in their car. Yeah, like, you, know, you have a candle, candle take out, candle. <laughs> a candle, candle, I died. laughing. Yeah, yeah. There's the curbside takeout has been taken to Great Lakes by. Yeah, it's by crazy. Some of the diners. It's a whole new position, you know. We have to get another one person that handles the takeout, and that's uh, that's something new we never did. You know, the, um, the takeout and the curbside. Like I said, John Bennell kind of perfected it, but. You know, you've put out these great dinners. Uh, I've really been impressed at the Mediterranean restaurants. Uh, Biblos uh, puts out a, like an entire buffet. They have a, you know, what you would usually think of as a giant bento box, but it has like 12 <laughs> different little spaces and they put everything from their Mediterranean buffet in the oh, bento really? box. Nice. And, then, and then they give you the, uh, then they give you the, the Greek chicken, uh, the lemon chicken and some of their great, great food. And they sack it all up for twenty nine dollars, I think, and it's it's a great dinner. And the uh, and then uh, Cafe Shadra, Shadra has a special each night uh, that's a, that's a takeout. I I've really been impressed at the family dinners, the and the re the way restaurants have pitched in to do th affordable things for families. Oh, I don't want to forget to mention your Monday and Tuesday because that's that's when you see me is coming in for the fifteen dollar deal on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, it's the same thing, but this time you come in and you pick. Anything you want out of the case, and it's fifteen dollars, just like we do uh, yeah. for the bags. But I, I feel like if I do those specialty dinners every night of the week, it won't be as exciting for uh, the people, and we won't have as generate such a great uh, public because we do put a lot of effort into them, and um, it's hard to. It's better to have them just three nights and make it that That's much. Monday and Tuesday, you come in and you pick an entree and two sides. And it's $15 and, it's and you can have a, a nice, and a cookie, and you can have a nice, I mean, we've got a nice grilled salmon, uh, you know, a, a nice squash side or something and a, a starch or rice or quinoa or whatever in the salad and and, the, and then a cookie and it's 15 bucks and it's a great deal. So yep. and I, I know we're, we're, I mean, we're probably confusing all the listeners with all the different specials and deals that you have. So are they on the website? Is that localfoodskitchen.com? The specials for Monday, Tuesday? The, well, the, the kind of, you have a Monday, Tuesday special. You have a, a curbside deal. Curbside is under dinners. I have to remember how I listed it. But okay. um, yes, everything is on our website. I'll just say you have to go to the website and click all the links and punch all the buttons and because there's little surprises behind all of them. Because you have like four different deals and combos and specials. And, and then you yeah, sign yeah. up. Then you sign up for the email and you get even more specials. So. And we try not to be, you know, in sending too many emails. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you send enough to, to tell us what the menu is. 
Right. Steve, Steve, what do you think about the best takeout of the of the last year? We didn't really review 2020. A lot of the restaurants that closed, people thought business was bad. But a lot of the restaurants that closed didn't really close because of COVID. I mean, you know, Bird and Taverna, uh, Sundance had some had a, a management change, and there was just a, a leasing turnover down there. And El Rancho Grande was sold. Uh, you know, those, that family retired after 70 years. Uh, Southside Rambler had all kinds of internal problems. And I, I really have trouble thinking of a restaurant that closed simply because of COVID. I think, uh, you know, the Deep Ellum Brewing, the $3 million brew pub was, you know, just ill-conceived. And, you know, the Lord knows West the West 7th didn't need any more beer and there wasn't any need to open a brew pub over there. Well, um, I'm sure it didn't. It didn't help, you know, <laughs> these businesses. I mean, well, you know, I think it hastened yeah. what was happening. Do you think there were any particular restaurants that stood out in 2020? Either one of you um, that stood out as doing a great job or, or uh, new openings that really thrilled you this year? Me? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't remember all their names. You, bec I be you become quite in your own little box and yeah. work hard at it. I do know that um, my press cafe and the tavern, the solid places that yeah. have maintained their same people, they're still, they've just been going on with just more control over seating. I, mean, I don't think anyone's changing anything. I think they're just I know that John's the only one that I know that does the drive-through, so it was nice to hear about the Mediterranean. Yeah. Uh, I really feel like one of the thoughts that has nothing to do with your question was that when this came about in April, for me, in March, I mean, April, May, for me, it was almost like the new year had started uh, as well. Uh, we have had issues, we have downfalls, we had all these new things, but we all changed. We all became chameleons in our own business. We all had to do new things that would inspire and inspire people to come out and stay eating outside of their homes. And even though that some people are still scared to be out and about, they are they are coming out. And I just, I have uh, learned so much this past year that it's been uh, rewarding for me. Uh, I've looked at all this as being um, an opportunity to do more, uh, be just even my own health is how to be more careful with my own health and how to eat healthy and how to inspire the people and how to assure them that we're family. For, if that's how I feel about it because it can't change what's already happened. Uh, so my new year started actually in April, I have to say. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's remarkable. I, and I should mention Cat City Grill runs the uh, family packs too. So, uh, you, you Bunnell's and your restaurant in Cat City. Oh, I know. Three. What's exciting is the Pope, uh, you know, the Pope. Roy Pope Roy, Grocery. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Roy Pope, they're the only one that had my Gilroy chili peppers before they closed. Oh, uh, okay. So Roy Pope and then all those, the Paris, the Paris. Right, Lou, Lou Lambert's invention, uh, you know, acquisition of uh, Roy Pope Grocery and, and Paris great. Coffee Shop. Yeah. So all that will be good. Well, you know, you you've been running a busy restaurant this whole time, but the, the none of these other people we're talking about run a bakery too. So you're running a, a busy restaurant and a busy bakery. Steve, any other thoughts about last year or the year ahead? Uh, 
Yeah, you know, it seems like uh, this past year to me, it was like for me the year to drive through because so basically I ended up, it really wasn't eating inside. I would drive through to pick up anything. So for me, it was uh, drive through pickup, which is kind of what we're talking about curbside and drive right. through. And in this case, I mean, you know, at the local foods, you said that set up the little tent outside and the little table, and it literally was uh, just like a, a, a drive through pickup. I mean, it was, it was, you didn't go anywhere close to the door to pick up. You know, dinner mm-hmm. local food. So well, it's if it's snowing tomorrow, we're going to throw the bags in the car. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just, you know, haul off and throw you. You know, you know, fix something that you can toss and just uh, you know toss it at us as we go all by. Well, anyway, I hope that 2021 is not a year where where dinner is something that gets tossed at us as we roll by. I I hope we're able to sit down and enjoy it more. But we really have enjoyed it at home, and people have learned the value of picking things out and taking them home, sharing them and keeping them and then having leftovers the next day. And, you know, finally, this is the year that has really put gourmet takeout in places like a local foods kitchen on the map. Yeah, it's almost like the old leave it to be where I grew up in my family where we'd go home and eat instead of going out to eat. And yeah. unfortunately, that doesn't help a lot of the people who are struggling. Uh, I wish that... Um, they had, you know, the opportunities to do curbside. I think a lot of them are, but I, like you said, you know, when this happened, there are so many businesses that didn't want to even be in the business anymore. Right. For restaurants. Uh, so they closed. Uh, right. I really don't feel it was about COVID either. I think that it was an opportunity to redesign their, their way of life and that the restaurant, which is really hard to do. I feel it's, uh, something that happened that gave them that window to, you know, or door to walk out and say, forget it, I'm done. Well, thank you for being our guest on the Eat Speak podcast. Steve, go ahead. Oh, yeah. That, 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 is that it? Or I, I, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, thank you. Thank you for being our guest today on the Eat Speak podcast. And, mm-hmm. and we, are you looking forward to more good dining in 2021? Call me when you have that lamb curry again. <laughs> Oh, I'm thank, going to. Thank you, Katie Schmeyer, Local Foods Kitchen. Thank Until you. next time, I'm Bud thank Kennedy. You. And Steve Wilson.